Hello and welcome to the SN Canada podcast. We just celebrated National Coming Out Day on October 11th, a day of awareness to support LGBT people to, quote-unquote, come out of the closet. But folks, it's not just about one day in a year. There is a constant need for awareness, inclusion, conversation and dialogue to help LGBT people come out, regardless of their race, religion and ethnic background. This is your host, Haritha Murthy, and joining me today is a very special guest who will be sharing his own coming out journey as a gay Asian professional in Canada. Johnny Vu has been with RBC for over 10 years and is currently a community manager. He leads a multi-billion dollar business and is responsible for implementing sales strategies, managing talent, and sustaining an empowering culture. Johnny is an active member of various ERGs within RBC, such as RBC Pride, Next Gen, Mosaic, and he's also a champion of RBC's Future Launch program. Outside of work, Johnny is an officer of the Canadian Forces and is very active in the community. In fact, I actually got to know Johnny when he was AVP of Marketing at SN Canada, and we both worked together on the 2018 annual report. In fact, Johnny has actually moved around quite a bit within SN Canada on various teams, such as the partnership team, Montreal strategy team, um, marketing, and so on. Uh, Johnny really is a great example of someone who I know is living their true self. Uh, So I'd love to hear more about his journey. Johnny, thanks so much for joining us today. Hi, Haritha. Thanks for having me. And thank you so much to you and Ascend Canada for this opportunity. Johnny, as an openly gay Asian, National Coming Out Day must have a lot of significance in your life. Talk to us about your own coming out journey. Yes, definitely, Haritha. So, you know, I think everyone's coming out journey um, is different and, you know, everyone has their own story. Uh, But definitely being gay and Asian is not the easiest. Um, You know, National Coming Out Day started uh, for us, for gay people to have the opportunity to liberate themselves and come out to their friends and family. And, you know, I think that's why it's so important to all of us. And, you know, thank you for the opportunity for me to share my story today. And so my coming out story, you know, I, I remember all the way back when I was probably 12, 13, um, I was playing video games with one of my uncles and he uh, he asked me, he's like, you know, Johnny, are you gay? And then right away he stopped himself and he said, you know what, if you are gay, I don't think you should come out. And uh, and I didn't even know what to say. You know, I was I didn't even know if I was gay. I never, it never really crossed my mind. Uh, but then I started doubting. I'm like, am I gay? And then um, you know, and nothing really happened until really um, as I continued to progress into my teenagehood, I started thinking, you know, maybe I am gay. And uh, and then you know, I think by the age of 16, I realized I was gay, and uh, and I didn't know what to do. And then. You know, around that time, my mom would ask me, uh, you know, if I was gay and, and you know, I always denied it. Um, but then, you know, a series of incidents happened. And, uh, and when I turned 18, I decided to come out to my mom. And uh, her first reaction was, you know, oh, uh, are you sure? Do you need a psychologist? Is this a phase? You know, and I think she was more concerned about, um, you know, me being discriminated against and uh, having a difficult life and having a difficult career because I was gay and so she was just really worried and she was really you know and I think for any Asian parent or for any parent it's it's tough to have a son that's gay and and you know and and being worried that you know the society is going to discriminate against him and not be supportive with him and so 
you know, we never really spoke about it again. And it was only really last year, um, many years later that uh, my mom, you know, walked the pride parade with me in Quebec. And so I was invited by my regional president in Quebec to, to walk the pride parade. And, um, and, you know, on that Sunday, I, I got really nervous. And my mom asked me what I was doing. And I said, you know, I'm going to walk this parade. Uh, it's for pride. You know, I'm, I, I don't know if you want to come with me, but, you know, it's okay if you don't. And, you know, my mom said, no, you know what, I'll come. And that walk was just so special to me because I think it was the first time that my mom showed, you know what, it was okay for me to be gay. And uh, and I think it was great for me because I showed her that, you know, I work for an organization and we live in a country where being gay is celebrated and, you know, diversity and inclusion is so important to us and that, you know, my senior leaders support me and continue to support my career even though I'm Asian and I'm gay. So I think it's just such a great thing that, uh, and I'm so fortunate that we live in a day and age where this is so much more accepted. And, uh, and I work for an organization that promotes, you know, diversity and inclusion and not only promotes it, but celebrates it with the individuals to make sure that they're comfortable. And so I, I want to thank, you know, RBC and, and, and pride, which allowed me to experience this with my mom. That's beautiful, Johnny. I think your journey has been so incredible, where from the age of 12, 13 till now, there's been so many an array of experiences that you've encountered. And I think your mom is totally right. She was coming from a good place where she was concerned about her, uh, you know, as a mother, as a mother bear, <laughs> you know, you were concerned about your cub. Almost uh, that maternal instinct would have kicked in when you came out to her. Uh, but I don't completely falter because growing up as an Asian kid in North America, it would not have been easy. So even school, college, it must have been a pretty interesting experiences that you had. Um, what was that like? Yeah, so I um, so I originally grew up in Calgary. And uh, when I was in Calgary, I didn't, I, I was young, so I didn't realize I was gay. And then now uh, when I moved to Montreal, um, I had no friends when I first moved there. And I, I went to high school there and uh, a lot of people were assuming that I was gay and I you know and I, maybe it was because I had gay tendencies or maybe because I was hung out with girls and I didn't have that many guy friends um, but you know a lot of people started making fun of me and bullying me because they thought I was gay and you know it was really hard growing up uh, but then I was fortunate I, I, I met some great people um, that would stand up for me and uh, and made, made me feel comfortable and you know and then I came out to them uh, later on, as as I realized I was gay, and they were always there to support me. And I think it's so important to have a support system and a network that that celebrates, you know, your sexuality and doesn't discriminate against you and and stands up for you, and is that voice of reason when you know the world is kind of looking down on you. And I think that voice and those that support system really helped me through my teenagehood. And then, um, and then when I hit university, it was kind of that thing again: Do I come out? Do I not come out? And when I was in university, I was very um, involved in many student governments and student politics. And you know, I was always worried that if I did come out completely, um, I wouldn't get voted in or I wouldn't win the election or people would discriminate against me. So once again, in university, there was this fear of having to come out. And uh, and so I was, I was out to my closer circle, but I was never publicly really out to all my university friends. Um, and then... 
when I got to the workplace, I, my first five years of my career, I wouldn't say I was really openly out either. I was, uh, once again, that fear comes back. And, you know, do you come out to your colleagues? Is that, you know, are you going to be discriminated against if you do? And, you know, will the organization not accept you or will clients not accept you because you, you, you're you gay? And so, you know, this this constant must of having to come out each time uh, it's it's challenging and then you know when I, I come back to today as I, I'm in the leadership role within RBC um, I have to constantly come out to my clients come out to my teams and and I think it's much easier now because when I moved to Toronto I, I got to meet a lot more senior leaders that were gay and that were open and that were successful um, which inspired me to continue to work on myself and make sure that I am comfortable and bring my full self to work because I think you just build much deeper and stronger relationships with your team and with your peers if that you are able to bring your full self to work. And I think, um, you know, I'm a lot more comfortable today than I was 10, 15, 20 years ago. Uh, but it's still a journey. And it's still, you know, like I said, every day, it's like you're coming out again. Um, and it's, uh, and today I'm coming out to all of us in Canada and to all of our VC. But it's, I think it's, uh, it's important that I'm comfortable. And it's important that people that are feeling like how I felt are comfortable and know that the world will accept them uh, for who they are and will celebrate it. And uh, we're fortunate to be in a time where um, it is a lot more accepted. Johnny, you covered so much in that in that dialogue. I have so many questions bubbling inside me, so I'm going to take it one at a time. Um, so for sure, like I think having that right support system, having people that you can look up to, that is so critical. And especially at a young age, you need that because it gives you the confidence to be your true self. So was there any key influential figure in your life when you were growing up? Um, so the person, I guess the person that influenced me the most growing up would probably be my mom. Um, you know, my mom, I think like all of us who are immigrants to Canada worked, you know, she worked really hard to make sure that I had a better life. And, uh, and she truly inspired me to continue to work really hard because, you know, I feel that if she can achieve it and, and be successful uh, in a, in a, in a world where she you know, barely spoke the language and, and, you know, through her hard work, she was able to set up some very successful businesses. So there's absolutely no reason why for myself who had the opportunity to get educated and who have the opportunity to have a professional career to, to not be successful. So she definitely influences, you know, my work ethics and, uh, and my drive to, to continue to grow within um, corporate Canada. That's amazing that you were able to identify that every person goes through their own troubles and hardships. So that shows a lot of empathy, Johnny, uh, from your side. And uh, it's amazing how your mom inspired you. And fast forward to now, you're a force to reckon with. As, as you said, you're a leader now trying to be your true self within RBC, within corporate Canada. But I know that your role is extremely people-centric. As a community manager, I'm sure you're meeting tons of people day in, day out. How do you feel comfortable being an Asian gay professional in this setup? So, you know, it's interesting because um, in this role, uh, the bank had me move to uh, Vaughn Market, which is, you know, a very mostly Italian, Catholic, um, conservative market. And, uh, and I, you know, I was a bit nervous coming to the market, to be honest with you. Uh, but I think I'm very fortunate that I have, you know, a leader that, support it supports me and no I know that you know if there's ever a client who doesn't feel comfortable dealing with me because of my sexuality I know that I have the her full support 
Um, and something she, you know, an activity she did with all the leadership team is before I joined the team, uh, we had the whole management team watch a movie called Love, Simon, which is a story about a teenager who came out. And, uh, you know, during that movie, um, I think there were some leaders that were a bit uncomfortable, but I think that just helps us make everyone a bit more comfortable as before I joined the team. And so there's all these little actions and all these little things that my, our leaders have taken that, you know, that people have taken help me be more comfortable. And I think by having allies, um, you know, pe managers showing their allyship through, you know, reaching out to me, through wearing a pride bracelet, through celebrating National Coming Out Day or Pride Month, it just makes me more and more comfortable to work in that space and, and know that I have someone that's going to back me up. And I think generally clients um, don't question, but when they do, I, I've never had a situation where they made me uncomfortable. So I think I've been very fortunate that way, but obviously it's always on the back of my mind uh, every time I'm interacting with a new client. Have you had any um, difficult experiences in in corporate Canada in your day-to-day -day job has there been an issue where you've you've been afraid to come out um so sometimes there there are moments uh so you know when I took over my first team I had a lot of um people on my team who were of you know different backgrounds that I know religiously it's not acceptable for for them to have a son that's gay or for them to have you know for them to be gay because of their religion or because of their culture so, you know, at those moments, it was tough for me to, you know, to come out because I said, you know, are they going to accept me and are they going to be comfortable working with me because I'm gay? And, uh, and you know, there was one night where I was working with one of my employees and they shared with me that, you know, if their son was gay, they wouldn't want to know. And, uh, and you know, it makes them very uncomfortable. And it was interesting because I was thinking in my head, I'm like, does this employee know that I'm gay? And second of all, um, you know, I... I Am I building a culture of openness where do I, if I had other gay employees on the team, would they be comfortable to come out? And so what am I doing as a leader to create a more comfortable space for everyone? And even though, you know, I spoke with one of my senior executives and she shared with me, you know, it's not about you enforcing your values on everyone. It's just you creating an environment that's within our within our BC or within our work environment. You know, diversity and inclusion has to be celebrated and everyone needs to be, feel accepted. And it's not about... Um, you know, what you believe or what I believe. It's about, you know, all of us need to feel that we are included and that we are comfortable and that when we show up to work, we're protected. And so, you know, since that day, I work really hard as, as a leader to make sure that I'm creating a space that, you know, whether you're a minority, whether you're a woman, whether you're LGBTQ, whether you have a disability, that everyone is comfortable um, in that workspace. Yeah, you know, Johnny, how inclusion is so important to me. And, and it, it, of course, it's important to you, too. And I'm so happy that you're creating that workspace. But I can relate to that culture, that religion uh, bias that we normally have and we bring, right? We're all coming from different spaces in life um, and uh, from different countries and different uh, ethnicities, backgrounds, religious uh, upbringing. I myself, you know that. I, I don't think I would have been an ally a few years ago if you'd asked me. I was questioning. I... I wasn't I wasn't against LGBT, but I was just ignorant, you could say. And I really I thought to myself, if I didn't know, I didn't care. But 
one one incident really <laughs> opened my eyes and I, I, I think it was, uh, again, to bring out the fact that there's a lot of bias, unconscious bias that we have because of our upbringing. I remember in Chicago on Michigan Avenue, uh, my mom, my sister and I were walking and my sister's always been extremely uh, liberal when it comes to um, you know the LGBT community and she always used to uh, she's always been an advocate and my mom and I we really didn't really think twice about it and there was a pride uh, parade going on a rally going on and um, a, a person came up to my mom asking to sign a petition for gay rights and literally my mom was uh, just very nervous and anxious and like oh I don't know I just don't want to be associated and she sort of walked away and I was in a situation where I was just a little confused okay what's going on here I'm not sure if I know what I'm doing and my sister was the only one who was standing and listening and paying attention to what this person had to say and I just walked off and that was it right so I just wanted to share with you that story because it shows that coming from the same family there's three different mindsets right so I think it just takes time uh, and a lot of uh, awareness and uh, the willingness to learn so I think that's uh, that's my two cents but you bring up a really good point to have that support group to have that allyship and you must have had some great allies for you to be such a a force today so uh, what what do you think is the importance of allyship, particularly in the Asian LGBT community? And I'd love to hear your thoughts on how we can be allies in this virtual environment where we're not able to put your pride flag on your desk or stickers on your laptop. Uh, what are some of the tips for allyship today? So I think the first thing is, you know, when you're as a leader, when you're leading meetings um, to be inclusive, uh, when you're talking about people's partners, you refer them to their partner and that way everyone feels comfortable in that space. And I think as a leader, you can have a lot of impact in creating a workspace that's comfortable. Um, you know, like I said, celebrating Pride Month, celebrating National Coming Out Day, showing that you're an advocate, um, voicing your opinion, um, you know, little things that you can do. You know, I know you can't put a Pride flag on your desk, but you can have maybe a Pride object within your frame when you're doing a WebEx and or maybe, you know, changing your virtual background to something Pride representative, um, adding a little Pride flag in your email signature. Um, I know, you know, changing your, um, adding proverbs at the end of your signature, sorry, pronouns at the end of your signature is he, she. Um, all these little things you really demonstrate, um, you know, your allyship. You know, something I do sometimes is I wear my Pride pin on my suit uh, during my WebEx call so that, you know, it shows that, you know, either I'm an ally or an, I'm a member I'm a member of the LGBTQ community so I'm a member but if other people wear it it kind of shows allyship right so all these little nuances I think it just creates a more comfortable space for everyone to be comfortable to be themselves and so these are little things that you know allies can do to to demonstrate allyship yeah, you bring about a couple of uh, really cool points here because one, uh, when you mentioned partner, it brought back a memory from my first week in RBC. Uh, my manager then was actually, uh, yeah, didn't he identified as gay and we were talking and I didn't know that he was gay. So I, I was talking, he had a ring on his finger and uh, I, I, I kept referring to my husband as my husband and I said, oh, my husband did this, did that. And then just out of my uh, curiosity, I asked him, uh, so what is your your uh, wife do and he looked at me and he used the air quotes and he said my partner uh, works for xyz and I was taken aback I was like oh wow I should have been conscious of that why did I not know and it I started questioning but then what I did was I started asking him truly about what his thoughts were and I started learning more about the difficulties the experiences and I think that's what's changed 
me today. I'm now an ally. I sit on the CFO Pride Committee because I truly understand where the LGBT community is coming from. And as an Asian myself, I know how much uh, Asians in the LGBT space might be going through just because of their religious background, their cultural background. So I, I love the ideas, uh, especially the pronoun idea. Oh, I had so many questions on why I put she or her um, after my name on LinkedIn. You can imagine a lot of my high school friends are pinging me, questioning me. Oh, why are you putting she, her? And then I had to actually send a link uh, explaining the reason why we put pronouns to make others comfortable that we are an ally. So thanks, Johnny. That was that was some great tips. Um, just one final piece. So what would be your go-to piece of advice for pan-Asian LGBT professionals and their allies? Yeah, so, you know, my first thing is don't rush the process. I think, you know, don't feel pressured that you have to come out. I think, um, you know, it's everything takes time and you have to be comfortable with yourself um, and, and it's a journey. So, and it's a marathon, it's not a race. So, you know, don't ever feel that you have to come out um, right now. Uh, feel, you know, take your time and make sure that you feel comfortable doing it. My other thing is, you know, building that support system around you. Um, you know, not everyone is going to accept you, unfortunately, and that's just, that's okay. Know that, you know, people will change and people, you know, but get to know people um, and build a support system of people that you know will love you for who you are and will accept you for who you are. And other people eventually will accept you for who you are because you are great. And, you know, some people like yourself, you gave an example of yourself where, you know, in the beginning, you, you didn't really know much about LGBT. And because of how your upbringing, um, you might have had a perception. But after being interacting with a lot of uh, LGBTQ professionals, um, you now are a lot more comfortable, right? So I think just be okay um, with yourself and building that support system is so important. And, you know, the example, I remember I had a leader that was working with me and uh, and he shared with me after on his last day, he's like, you know, I never had a gay leader. And uh, after working with you, I realized gay people are very normal. <laughs> And I said, you know, what do you mean by that? And he said, you know, I, I, and I think he caught himself after and he realized what he said. But I think there's this perception in our society about gay people. And, you know, media kind of makes this perception of what gay people are supposed to be like. But really, everyone that's gay is just like me and you. We're all humans. There's different type. There's different personalities. And, and I think the sooner we all realize that we're all the same uh, and there's nothing really different and doesn't make us different, it's it's the sooner we're going to get to that open and uh, and inclusive culture that we're trying to create within our country and within uh, our organizations. Johnny, that's so true. It's the same blood that runs in all of us and the same heart that beats, right? So we are we are human at the end of the day. So that was so profound. I think National Coming Out Day is one day that we celebrate, but it's not about just one day. We need to be able to encourage our LGBT uh, people to be able to come out every single day and not be in that closet, not be afraid of who they are, to live their true full selves. Uh, so I'm so happy that uh, you have taken that uh, uh, leap of faith and uh, you've sort of quote unquote come out um, here but it's a privilege Johnny to know you to have known you uh, these last couple of years and we should encourage everyone to educate themselves and we're all one at the end of the day so Johnny I really really thank you for joining us today no of course it's my pleasure and thank you so much again for this opportunity all right folks this is your host Harita Murthy signing off stay safe 
and stay tuned. <laughs>